Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Yes, indeed. It is the Odd Couple. I'm Chris. He's Rob. And we are live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com. They'll help you get there. They've got an unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and more than 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com is the way tire buying should be. And this right here is the way sports talk radio should be. The Odd Couple. So keep it locked. Randy Mueller, friend of the show, former NFL executive of the year, Fox Sports Radio NFL analyst, will join us at the bottom of this hour, Rob. We're going to have a lot of fun with him, and uh, as we always do, so he'll catch us up on all things NFL. But before that, we're going to talk some MLB, Major League Baseball. And Rob, last night, Shohei Otani. All right, go ahead, go ahead. It's one of the best games ever. (laughs) I mean, regular season game. What do you go? Three for three, two home runs, pitched six and a third shutout innings, I believe, right? No earned runs, at least. One run, but no, did he give up any earned runs? I think he had no earned runs or maybe one earned run. Um, And struck out ten. And I think that was the big thing, the, the 10 strikeouts, double digits, two home runs. Was it, was it right? It hadn't been done in 60 years 60 or something? 60 years. First American League pitcher 
to do it in, in 60 nearly years. sixty years to homer twice and strike out ten as they beat the White Sox. So um he of course is leading the league with home runs twenty eight. And everyone is hoping to get him in the home run derby, including you. Yes, Chris. It's not oftentimes that I think players uh, should be required to do anything. These are exhibitions. These are their own time. They can do whatever they want. Shohei plays hard for the Angels. I have nothing but respect for him and the decisions that he wants to make. But, Chris, I'll say this. Shohei me the home run derby contest. Oh, God. Shohei. That was a stretch. Owes the fans <laughs> Golly. to play in the home run derby, to participate. Chris, now he's done it. He hasn't done a LeBron who never did the slam dunk contest, okay? So Shohei did it in 2021 in Denver. I was there. He lost in like the first round in a, in a, a slug off with right. uh, Juan, Juan Soto, Soto, Chris. Right. So he lost 31 28, if I remember correctly, the score. And he put on a nice show. If you remember, he pitched. And, he was and, starting pitcher, wasn't he? Yep. Yeah, he started the game and he let off, right, for the uh, American League. It was an amazing day and people wanted to see him. But, Chris, here he is this year, pitching well, leading baseball in home runs, and he's the talk of the game. The game is healthy. Attendance is way up. Ratings are good. This okay, is, okay, Mr. Manfred Jr. My okay, I'm just well, wait a minute. But Shohei is a big part of the resurgence of the game. And Chris, I'm not saying huge part. No, that's what I'm saying. And I'm not saying that he hasn't done his part, but it would be a letdown for the people who are going to Seattle, and you know I'll be there for the Derby, I'll be there for the game. I'm doing a couple of public appearances, Chris, for Blue Moon, you know, like the the that the the, the Belgian style wheat ale. Right. So I'll be there uh, meeting and kissing babies and shaking hands and all that compression of flesh with the baseball fans out in Seattle. But I speak for all the baseball fans who just love the game. They want to see Shohei. And Shohei owes it to the fans to be there since he's the leading home run hitter. He's the talk of the game. He's the current buzz. There's no judge in the All-Star game. He's he's still injured, Chris. The All-Star game is in about two weeks. Right. So so we uh, we want to see. If Judge was there, you would want to see Judge in it. I was there in Miami when he won that contest. He put on a show, Chris. And last year he had 62 home runs. So we're going to have no judge and no Otani in a home run derby. We need Otani. I think he owes it to the fans to participate. Rob Parker. Stop it! He doesn't owe them anything. You know who he owes? He owes the Angels to stay healthy. And he's leaving it open-ended, but he's saying, look, I don't know when my next game, you know, starting on a pitching is for the Angels after the break. So I got to figure that out first. And that should be his first priority, Rob. It's making sure that he does right by the team that's paying him the money. And that is the Los Angeles Angels. And so that should be his first priority. Now, if everything works out and he thinks it'll be fine and he goes ahead and participates, great. 
I'd love to see him in it. But the notion that he owes them, no, he doesn't. What he's got to do is stay healthy. And you and I talked about it. Like, we don't remember guys getting hurt like this. I mean, Aaron Judge, he's hurt. You know, I mean, we so many pitchers hurt. So many, you know, position players hurt. And this guy's doing both, and he's staying healthy. And that's the thing. Like, he's doing more than everybody else in the league. So if anybody can say, you know what, I need the rest. I don't need to be participating in an exhibition. I'll go ahead and I'll pitch my one inning and have my at-bat or two in the, in the game. But overall, I, I don't need to overextend myself. If anybody has a right to say that, it's Shohei Otani. We got guys in the league who all they do is hit and field and can't stay healthy. Guys in the league, all they do is pitch and can't stay healthy. And he's doing both. And so, I look, again, I'd love to see him in it. But if he decides against it, I am not going to say a dang thing about it other than, man, it would have been nice to see him. But I get it. I get it. The All-Star game is for the fans. And especially the baseball All-Star game where fans still are the ones who vote, Chris, for the starters. They want to see their favorite players. And it's that night, you know, the Derby's that Monday night. Nothing's going on in the world of sports except for the Home Run Derby. Nothing's going on that Tuesday except the Baseball All-Star Game. It's one of those rare times where everybody focuses on the game, the national pastime, that Major League Baseball, and we want to see the stars participate. And I'm just saying it would be a letdown. It really would. Especially well, you know what's a bigger letdown? That Aaron Judge isn't there. No, that's that is a bigger letdown. letdown. I, I no, it's it. a bigger letdown. Now they let it's bigger. Your Shohei's doing his part. He's doing all he's doing for baseball. Now yeah. again, it'd be great, but if it do, don't you agree? If anybody has the right to say, you know what, I, I I don't, I can't do both the game and the derby. It's him. His workload yeah. is heavier than everybody's. It's just, Chris, you take BP anyway. You're going to take BP. Put it put it on TV and make it. We've heard BP. guys say it messed up their swing in the second half of the season. It's I'm not certainly. saying he would say it, but you know what I mean? Like, that, that's a that, risk, too. But I've also seen other guys like Judge and all those guys who were still able to, to hit their home runs or whatever. And I get it. It's a different kind of BP. But, right, that's what and I'm saying. I, I, I am happy, though, that Chris, he could have said a flat-out no. He did not say that. He did not say right. like, flat-out no. I think he's considering it. I, I think he, what he's saying is right. It, like, look, let me check out the schedule, see when I'm scheduled to pitch again. If, right? if you're the commissioner, Chris, would you go and try to make a uh, – not not no, not no. beg him to go, but it's say – be fine with or without him. No, of course you go on with the game. Yeah, no. But it's good for the fans to really like, – even, even the fans who, who – who are casual, who don't watch games all the time, and now they're going to hear, here's Shohei Otani. Here's the guy, and, and let me talk about his his legend. Okay, this year, Chris, which we've always seen, he leads the league in home runs, and we're talking about both leagues, Major League Baseball. He's pitching well, and then if he was to win, can you imagine if he won the home run derby and he was the MVP of the All-Star game? Like, like what? This is what could happen this year for him. The legend, with or without that, <laughs> Is it's the extra legend sauce. is incredible. It it's is extra, extra sauce. sauce. 
it is extra sauce. There's no doubt about that. But I, I just think, uh, look, and you said it earlier, he already has participated. So you can't say, oh, he, you know, he's too highfalutin, he thinks, for the home run derby. Oh, he doesn't want to participate. He's done it. And he's tasted it. And he's tried to give the fans that show. And maybe now he's like, you know what? It, it did take a little bit out of me. And so I don't want to do both again. I don't know. I mean, I'd love to see him in it. I just, I'm just, i just pushing back on the notion oh, no, that, that he owes. He owes the fans. Yes, because he's yeah. giving them. What he owes them is to try to stay healthy for the 162. I, I get that. And him playing in that or participating in the Derby is not going to mean he's going to be healthy. Uh, even so. And I, I understand, Chris, you're out there. He's already going to Seattle. He's already going to be there for the game. He's committed. Everybody's committed to the game. So all I'm saying is come out, have some extra BP, which is called the Derby, and give the fans that energy, that that juice, that extra juice by having the, the, home, the leading home run hitter in the league and current talk of the sport participate he in is something Chris the talk of the sport he is that is he that is, is the show he is the show hey he is the show hey <laughs> and, and and I'm just saying from this standpoint Chris it would be good for the sport and good for the fans sometimes you got to do stuff for the fans that's why I say he, he owes enough. the fans nah he does enough for the fans he he's I mean Rob He's doing something that not only have we never seen, and yes, I'm including Babe Ruth because Babe Ruth didn't start hitting all these home runs until he stopped pitching full-time. He's doing something that not only has never been done in the history of baseball, but we didn't think it was possible. Not at this level. We didn't think it was possible. And so he's given us more than than he needs to. So, again, I'm with you in that it'd be great to see it. I'd love to see it, but I'm just saying it is not – he doesn't owe us. If he wants to do it, that's nice of him. But he owes us to stay healthy. That's what we all want. All right, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. It is your turn to weigh in. Do you think Shohei Otani must – participate in the home run derby at the all-star game does he owe it to the fans to get out there and swing away that's next i couple 877-99 on fox fox sports radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app search fsr to listen live Polly Fusco here with Tony Fusco. Yo. Of course, you know us as the host of the number one rated show in all of sports talk, the Polly and Tony Fusco Show. Yeah. Now, the suits at Fox Sports Radio gave us this airtime because they wanted us to tell you how great our show is. Why? Yeah, instead of us doing that, let's just let our millions of fans do the talking. Yeah, play the tape. You don't know crap about sports. I mean, why am I even on this crap? Whoa, 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 whoa. That's the wrong tape. Wrong tape. Just forget that. Look, listen to the Paulie and Tony Fusco Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles. 
podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and socio-political factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Uh, Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. On Purpose's mission is to create impactful conversations to help you become happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. You'll be laughing, crying, and have so many impactful takeaways after this interview. I had this, like, you know, homie lover friend for a long time. He's very disrespectful to me, very kind of messed up to me. But in my mind, we could get married. We had the most beautiful babies. He handsome. I'm pretty. Like, it would be so cool. He's smart and intellectual. I'm kind of smart, I think. Like, it would be fun. We have the best conversations. Like, we have fun. But then he would treat me like crap. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. I'm a woman! <laughs> Man! 
I know you regret the day you said that, Rob. I know. <laughs> My God. It Thanks, is the Alex. Odd Couple Thanks, live Alex. from natirec.com studios. We're brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. You can get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, ATV, boat, RV, and more. All your protection is in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. 877-99 on Fox. The show Otani owe it to the fans to participate in the Home Run Derby. All right, Chris, let's kick it off with Aaron in Virginia. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What's up, Aaron? How are you? Chris, Rob, what's up, man? What up? What I'm up, in Virginia bro? right now. Where in Virginia are you? Rob, I can't believe it. I'm in Norfolk. Um, uh, I heard okay. you're in Virginia Beach. Uh, yep. If you ever, if you want to check out the best restaurant in Norfolk, No Frills Grill, man. I've been no here 29 frills years. Grills. Yep. No Frills Grill. That's the best restaurant I've been to in Norfolk all these years. All right, man. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But uh, on my thing on Shohei, I got a better pun. Uh, Shohei don't have to show May what he's the, what he needs to do with the home run derby. He already showed us. This guy puts unbelievably hard work into his craft. I think he deserves a break this All-Star weekend. He's playing in the game. But let's cut him some slack. This guy is making a case for the GOAT. We've never seen anything like it's it. Too soon. It's too soon to be talking GOAT, okay? Because well, he's got I, I a long way to go. I think you can legitimately say, if you, if you want to say it, which I feel it, he's the best I've ever seen. Now, yeah, he but, won't be the GOAT unless he does it for the next eight to ten years. Well, because, but just like I said that about Patrick Mahomes, he's the best I've ever seen play the quarterback position. But you can't say he's the GOAT. He's got a long way to do it for. But people, when Bobby Knight, Rob, saw Jordan, before he even entered the NBA, he said he's the best player he's ever seen. So sometimes you see it. Now, the guy's got to have a long career. Yeah, But, we but also this heard dude that, is the best I've ever seen. But we heard that about Mike Trout as well. I'm just trying to get nah, people. No, but Mike Trout wasn't to- pitching. No, I mean, that, this saying, is you. This is the, that's the difference. No, you can't I compare Mike that. Trout to this. No, but people were saying that Mike Trout was going to be the best player who ever played, and th- and my point is that it was too soon we, to really we be all able to know. But we, but Rob, you 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 yourself after what Aaron Judge is, what, for, I don't know when it, it was early in his career. You say he's one of the fi- top five sluggers ever. I was right, but but you went early. And and he won't be if he can't stay healthy, say, which he can't. But I didn't say he was the greatest slugger of no, all time. No, but you and said that's what top I'm five. He's not yeah, top but, five unless he can stay healthy. But you got to be careful about crowning people. Shohei, well, nobody, Chris, nobody is saying he's the – what I'm saying, and I think others will say too, he is the best I've ever seen. Now, I would not call him the GOAT because, again, you got to do it. For 10 years, it, you know, he's 28. So if he does it for 8 to 10 more years, I think you could talk about that. But he got a long way to go. But no I, I've never seen a guy do what he's doing. Nick, the best I've ever seen. Nick in New York, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Nick? Hey, how you guys doing? I always start off by saying it's not your show, it's our show, and that's why it's my favorite show. My <laughs> man. No Thank doubt. You, Nick. I compare it to... So, so, oh, Shotani should not have to play because LeBron has never done a dunk contest. And I know that's taken two different things, but he works so hard every single game, does everything, and goes the extra mile. And to me right now is the clear-cut MVP, and I know the odds show that on every betting app. No the doubt. Other part too is, the other part, too, is 
the last call, which was a great call, and I, and I wish he got the finish just so I could hear his answer, but who is the GOAT of baseball? I don't think they have one. I think it's, it's, it's so stretched out because baseball is such an old sport, and I want to hear your opinion on it, but I don't it's, think that there's a GOAT a good that topic. anyone argues. Yeah, but I, the, but, I think, uh, Rob, my answer, the best I've ever seen is Barry Bonds. We all know the controversy surrounding him. Um, but I think most people, Rob, if they take Bonds out, would probably say Babe Ruth. I would say I think Willie Mays. Willie um, Mays, Hank, Hank I, Aaron. There are, there are a couple guys who would be I in wouldn't that say Hank was the GOAT. You know, never hit 50 homers. Um, great, yeah, obviously, hit, home run king. But, but I mean, there was a lot of longevity. Yeah, but I, he had 755. Right, but is it, LeBron the best scorer? No, because he got the most points. No, but it, it's not so just that's, that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but he also Chris RBIs, uh, bases. I mean, Hank Aaron gets overlooked. Oh, he was a lot. awesome. I just wouldn't if, say he's I'm, the best ever. That's I'm, I'm just saying. saying. But if you look at his numbers, it's not. You could take away his. So who would you say is the best ever? No, the best I've ever seen was Barry Bonds. But I'm saying Hank Aaron's in that conversation. Babe Ruth's in that conversation. What stumps Babe Ruth is that he didn't play against Latin and black players. I think that that stumps him a little bit uh, no, when you I talk agree. about the talent pool. That's all. J- j- it's not that he wasn't Josh great. Josh Gibson right. was as good, if not better. Well, not better. He was right. playing and in I, the Negro Leagues. Right. And that's what I'm saying. Like I Babe didn't that. play against any anybody black or Latin. And you look around yeah. the game. And there's nothing but black and Latin players, so so right. he didn't even play against well, some of the best I, I talent. Wouldn't, there's nothing but Latin players, but yeah, but you know what I mean. <laughs> if you combine the two, no. Nah, All right, yeah, I feel you on that. That's a good. That's a good topic. One day though, during these uh, these summer during months, the season, right? yeah. baseball we, goat. Yeah, we could do that. We'll do it. All right, we got Randy Mueller at the bottom of the hour, just around the corner. He'll join us and uh, first. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Next guest, got theme music. And it ain't what you expected. Randy Mueller, former NFL Executive of the Year, now Fox Sports Radio NFL analyst. Randy, welcome. Good to be back with you guys, man. You make me smile. <laughs> it's hey, been a while. Hey, hey Randy, are, are, are you going to buy me some chicken wings and a large Diet Coke when I come up to Seattle? Come on, buddy. Let's go. I'll, I can even do better than that if you want. Let's go. All right. <laughs> I'm going to be there for the All-Star game, so we got we to gotta, uh, run into each other, okay? I'll definitely let you know. I would love it. Hopefully Seattle will put on a show. You know, they've had All-Star games. They've had NBA All-Star games. They've had a lot of events, Final Fours, and they always do a great job. So I'm looking forward to baseball, uh, seeing what Seattle's all about. Yep, can't wait. Randy, uh, reports saying that the NFL's about to come down on some players for gambling. Uh, Indianapolis Colts cornerback um, Isaiah Rogers and, and other players, season-long suspensions. Now, I'm not absolving the players at all for what they've done. It's against the rules. they got to know that. But is do you think there's a little hypocrisy in this with the league being in bed with the gambling companies now? Well, I don't know about hypocrisy. I do think they dropped the ball on educating some of these young guys. It seems to me that the, the guys who have kind of run into the wall with this stuff are the young guys that have just come out in the last year or two. You don't see veterans for the most part that 
that have been around locker rooms that understand the rules. You don't see them making these kind of mistakes. So I think a lot of these young kids need to be educated on all this stuff. I think it's really not hypocrisy because it is revenue that the league gets, and eventually that trickles down to the players. They've right. just got to learn how to deal with it. And, 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 again, it's every sport. It's just not football. It's it's newest to football because they they had a roadblock against gambling for so long. But I do think it's part of our fabric now, and, and it, it'll take some time. But the, the league's not going to mess around. They can't have the integrity of the game ever questioned. So they're going to come down hard on these guys this first year or two, that's for sure. No, but, Randy, I, I disagree with that. I, I disagree with the idea that either gambling is good or bad. I understand why they want to take the money because it's out there and available. But you can't – this is going to happen more and more. You can't tell me that guys are going to be in a locker room and know that the quarterback's not playing before the line changes or call family members or friends. This is going to be an issue. It's not going to just go away because there's temptation with gambling when you have inside information. You know insider trading on Wall Street. That never stopped. They send people to jail. They find companies, and it still goes on. This is going to be here's, a part of the game. Here's the thing, though, Rob. It's always been a part of the game. Gambling has always been a part, just not this close. Us as GMs us as head coaches, us as other participants in the league have always had inside information. We just kept it to ourselves. So I do think it it will will be a little bit of a passing fad. I think these guys are going to get penalized heavily, and obviously word's going to trickle out fast, but it's always this information has always been guarded. We've just got to, I think with this young generation, they're the ones that that need to find a way to deal with it better. And if it's their livelihood that they get penalized for, so be it. They're going to have to. They're going to have to deal with it because it's not going away. I agree with that part. Randy, the Jets, of course, have Aaron Rodgers now, and they're going to be on Hard Knocks, which I totally get. I mean, that's the team people will want to see on Hard Knocks. But the Jets don't want to do, do it. How much of a distraction? I, I would imagine it is a big distraction. Teams deal with it, and they've dealt with it. But how much of a distraction really is it uh, to have, you know, camera crews there during training camp like that? Well, it's different. I think you get uh, I think you get a pushback from clubs because it puts everything they do on blast. Yep. So if a coach or a GM or somebody does something that doesn't look good, guess what? It, the public gets to see it now. So you have to be on your best behavior without a doubt. You've got to be very professional. And it, it can make or break an image of a player or a front office person or a coach. It, I'll be honest with you. I've watched it in the past a lot of times because I might want to size up a coach, how he deals mm. with things, or a player, how he deals with it. You learn a lot from this, and, and it's, it's information that the, obviously the access the public wants, and I think you're going to see more of it. Actually, we have already. We see the, the in-season hard knocks now. Right. We saw it with Arizona, Arizona last year. So um, I understand the pushback, but I think people have to deal with it. And, again, it's, it's just the, the, the life and times of the NFL now and everybody's squeezing content and trying to find as much access as they can. So teams are going to have to warm up to it. I understand them picking the Jets and kind of making them do it. And nobody wants the distractions. I get that part. But I think it's part of it. They're going to have to deal with it. Do you think guys sometimes play to the cameras? Or have you seen that in your opinion? Oh, 100%. I think not only players, <laughs> I think coaches do. I think they all know they're on stage. So they're, But, again, they can use that however they want. They can use it to their advantage if they can some, be somewhat authentic. 
um, again, it's it's an acting, you know, it's TV. They're making TV, so you got to be aware of what's going on all the time. I think it could be really good for people to shape image, to shape, you know, how they're portrayed publicly if they use it the right way. Yeah, I, I'm against forcing people to take part in that. I just think that they're... You, you shouldn't be forced to do it. If I were in that situation and I was Aaron Rodgers, I'd put tape across my mouth and write notes to my coach when we were in the meeting. That's what I would do. <laughs> well, money talks, and people pay for this stuff. So it's like a coach being interviewed at halftime or as he's walking off the field. They don't want to. They don't want to be signing up for that gig, but they got to do it because that's what pays the trade. I, I get that part, but this doesn't. It's not like everybody's doing it. I, with the coaches, I get it. It's part of the game. People want to know what what just happened in the first half, and the coaches are both doing it. But at this one where you pick out a team that doesn't want to be involved, there's plenty of teams if they don't want to do it. And for so many teams not to want to be involved, it says that, they, that, that the league should rethink that. Because if it was so great for everybody, people would be lining up for it, Randy, not repelling from it. I'm not saying it's great for the teams, but I do think it's good for the league. And I think if you can use this as a tool, as a as a participant, I think it's good for you personally. And I think many as many of these players and others that are worried about their brand now and how they get their name out there, use it. And again, I know it's not them that are pushing back, it's the organizations, but I think that is strictly because they want to be in their own uh, they want to be in their own uh, army and not share any of their information. They're afraid something's going to get out from a competitive standpoint. But, you know, I think it's good for the league. I think the, the, the eyeballs that it draws now are greater than ever. And, again, it's just part of revenue streams that, hey, this is 2023. We're going to have content out there and try to get paid for it if, if you're the league. Can't sell everything, Randy. You can't sell everything. Everything doesn't have a price tag, and I hear it. Uh, you will be wind up doing a lot of bad things. I love the idea that the Yankees won't put American Express on, a, on their stadium, even though they could get a gazillion dollars for it. Everything shouldn't be for sale, even if it's available. So I hear you, but I'm not with that. Yeah, I think the difference now is that it's not things aren't done for the good of the game like they were when we were younger and when Gene Upshaw and Paul Tagliabue were running the NFL, when they made decisions that was good for the game and that was the bottom line, now people's contracts and people's salaries, whether it's commissioners or whoever, are, are detailed and paid out on revenue depending on you know the percentages of revenue. So the decision-making criteria has changed, that's for sure. Randy, um, before you go, uh, one of the biggest moves of the offseason was Sean Payton going to the Broncos. How c- confident are you that he's going to help Russell Wilson have a bounce-back year? Well, I don't think it can get much worse, I'll be honest with you, Chris. I think it was, <laughs> I agree with that. It, it was a dumpster fire, and I think most in, in and around Denver would agree. I think it's less about personnel. It's less about the roster moves that they've made, but it is all about you know the process, the concepts, establishing accountability. And, hey, there's not many coaches they could have hired, and we talked about it here on the show, not many coaches that could walk in the door and have the cachet to – take charge of a Russell Wilson situation, everything to do with that. So I think it'll be better for them. They have a pretty good team. He's already put different groups, position groups, on blast in saying that we're not good enough. This receiver group was rumored to be traded in the offseason. Then the first pick they make is a receiver in the second round. So that's a message pretty loud and clear, and I think it's going to be – it was a message for Russell Wilson, too, that they paid money for Jared Stidham. 
so they have a, what they think is a viable option as well. So I think it's good, you know, for Denver. I think there has to be accountability. And, and I think that, again, more important than the X's nose, although I think that'll be good, I think it's the accountability that Sean brings to everybody involved that's going to help the Denver team kind of turn things around. Who, who, who has a better coaching record, Mike McCarthy or Sean Payton? Hmm, that's that's a good question. Uh, I've been around both quite a bit. I think, uh, you know, they both obviously have the one Super Bowl. Uh, I don't know. Is that a trick question? Because no one no one (laughs) thinks it's Mike. No one thinks they're about the same. Mike McCarthy actually better in the postseason. And I say that because one guy's viewed one way and the other guy's viewed as kind of like a almost a buffoon. I I like like the Mike McCarthy. But Sean Payton, you know, and his cachet. Uh, and he had a you know a Hall of Fame quarterback for a long time, and you know what I mean. It, if you look at him, I think fans would be surprised to think that Mike McCarthy is actually right on par, and maybe even a slight better, slight bit better than Sean Payton. But it doesn't feel that way. Am I right about just a perception? Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's probably all about perception. It's about how they carry themselves, the confidence by which they do it. Sean seems to have backed up most of his statements. Sometimes we question what Mike does and says, says at least his time in Dallas, because it just doesn't add up sometimes and make sense. So I think it is a perception thing. I actually think they're both good coaches. And, and uh, you know, speaking of Hall of Fame quarterbacks, obviously Mike had one in Green Bay for years as well. So yep. uh, we'll see. We're going to see what Mike can do this year. He's got the offense, really, that he wants now, that he can tweak any way he want it, wants to. And, and so I think there's a little bit of pressure, even more so than normal, on the offense yep. in Dallas with Kellen Moore being gone. All right, Randy. Great stuff as always, man. Thanks for yep, joining appreciate us. appreciate it. I'm going to reach uh, out to you, Randy. Yep. All right, buddy. Please do. All right, brother. Peace. All right. LeBron and Bronny, closer than ever to playing ball together. That's next. Ah, couple Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and sociopolitical factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. 
I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. On Purpose's mission is to create impactful conversations to help you become happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. You'll be laughing, crying, and have so many impactful takeaways after this interview. I had this, like, you know, homie lover friend for a long time. He's very disrespectful to me, very kind of messed up to me. But in my mind, we could get married. We had the most beautiful babies. He handsome. I'm pretty. Like, it would be so cool. He's smart and intellectual. I'm kind of smart, I think. Like, it would be fun. We have the best conversations. Like, we have fun. But then he would treat me like crap. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. All right, we're the live couple live from the TireRack.com studios. At the end of your first year, Discover Credit Cards automatically doubles all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you've earned is doubled. Seriously, see terms and check it out for yourself at Discover.com slash match. All right, Rob. Um, ESPN did a 2024, that's next year, NBA mock draft. And uh, they projected Bronny James, LeBron James' son, who's going to be a freshman at USC next season. Uh, They projected he would go 17th to the Atlanta Hawks. And then LeBron posted it on his IG story. And it's and also said, well, ATL Shawty, the James gang will be pulling up. And he had crying and laughing emojis. Crying, laughing emojis. So um, what do you think? Just mean LeBron wants to go to Atlanta if that's where or, or wherever Bronny goes. I mean, that's what he said. Why should we think anything different? I'm, I'm assuming that's what's going to happen by that point. Uh, so he can uh, live out his his dream of having playing with his son, I guess. Seventeenth, that's uh, that's not that high. I'm surprised at that number, huh? Well, no, I'm not. He's no, I'm six asking. two, six two, six three point guard. Right. Yeah, I'm not surprised. 
Okay. So that's all you got to say about it? Yeah. I thought I you mean, had I, an opinion. No, I I saw I just, the rundown. You had heat to bring. No, I didn't. I mean, LeBron, if this is what he wants Rob to do. Rob G., what you writing on the rundown for? No. I put exactly what Rob told me what he was going to say. Rob, you, 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 you clammed up? No, you, I you didn't. You have the rundown in front of you? I don't have it in front of me. I mean, it's on my phone. You want me to read it or, or yeah, not? Because you you're not saying it. I mean, yeah. I don't want to put I, words in your mouth. I'm, I'm just, go ahead. I just. Well, it says Rob Parker. Does LeBron think this is the only way to get Bronny to the NBA? Oh, no, but but that's not the question you asked me. Okay. No, I, no, I, I mean, that. That, that it was written like it's a statement by right, you. okay, like, but I was thinking that there was, uh, yeah, we were talking about the whole idea of him going. Could you ask me about LeBron going there or something? I, I just think that LeBron to continually talk about Bronny going. You remember he ripped all the players that LeBron was, that Bronny was better than, 70% of the or whatever, 50% of the players, it just seems like he's doing a sales job. Like the more and more, every chance he gets, like he's trying to push this the, the narrative for his son rather than just letting it happen. And as you get closer to it, Chris, then if you want to chime in and as you start to hear about some stuff, that's fine. But it sounds like a sales job. Uh, on Bronny, and maybe because of what you're talking about, maybe because well, he knows. I, I'm he, not saying that. That's not my. That's no, no, I no, thought no, that no. was your. Your no, thesis. no, no. I'm saying what you're talking about. That you're not surprised that he's only picked for 17th, oh. and he's not going to be a lottery pick, and he's only a six-two guard. I mean, maybe that's why LeBron feels compelled to do this stuff. Is what I'm saying. I got to be honest. I think it's a proud papa, and sometimes you you overreact. I was just talking to a friend of mine whose kid has a chance to make the Olympics in track. And he's like, man, I used to jump on parents because he works in sports, you know, about, man, y'all doing too much and, you know, you know, living through their kids and all that stuff. And he was like, I get it, though, now, now that my kid is, you know, close to the Olympics and I'm that parent now. So I think LeBron's just excited about Bronny having this chance um, I think, you know, I have said, I'm on record as saying, uh, I think it would be best for Bronny if he doesn't play with LeBron, like on the same NBA team. If they do more power to him, it, it's certainly a great thing for father and son. But I th- I'd like to see Bronny kind of develop his own identity as far as a basketball player in the NBA away from LeBron. But I'll say this, Rob, if LeBron's going to go, like if they're a package deal, the one place or the best place I think it would work would be Cleveland. And not just, well, obviously, that's LeBron's home area, so that's one thing. And Bronny grew up there, too. But also, Cleveland is that team that's kind of right, not in the middle because they're better than a middle-of-the-road team, but they're not young and rebuilding where you got young guys that you want to develop, and they're not an elite contender if LeBron were to go there in a couple of years, he's still good, but he, he'd probably be ready to be a third option at that point. With the players that they have, I think LeBron could actually help them become a contender. Now, we'll see what I he looks like in I wouldn't years, do that but, if I was the Cavs. I just uh, Well, he might go for the minimum. And if you do that, that's, that's the thing. You don't have to give up players for him. I think it'd be interesting. We got an hour left. Y'all know what to do. Keep it locked on The Odd Couple. Fox Sports Radio. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, 
and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. I got a big heart, and I'm very forgiving, but, like, don't abuse it. It's been abused enough. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts 